Hey everyone, it's uh, Dave Barnett from davidcbarnett.com, the blog site, YouTube channel, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, podcasts, wherever, wherever they'll have me. You know, basically it's where I pop up. This week, I've invited Richard Lomax to come on, um, who's over in the UK. And um, the, the, re- the reason I invited Richard, uh, I met Richard online and then saw one of his presentations about learning to manage paid advertising like Facebook and Google and AdWords and this type of thing. And the way that he presented it in his presentation was very clear, very succinct, made a lot of sense. And I'm always running into stuff online that makes this stuff seem complex. Richard's way of presenting it seemed really straightforward. And I thought he'd make a great guest to have on the show um, because online, whether your business is, you know, in the real world, bricks and mortar or an online business, social media and online marketing is a, is a critical component of all of this stuff. And I'm not an affiliate of Richard's in any way, but I, I thought that the way he presents his message and what he has to teach was clear. And so Richard, um, welcome to the show. I'm wondering if you could take a few minutes and just give us a little bit of your history. Um, where you are and, and, and where you've come from to arrive at the point you're at today and, and, and what your business is today, just so that we're clear about what you're doing for clients. Sure, absolutely, Dave. Um, my background, I was kind of, uh, I was studying marine zoology at university in, in Wales and I was gonna be the next Jacques Cousteau, gonna save, save the planet before it was even fashionable to do that and uh, kind of realized that I wasn't, I loved it, but I, I wasn't committed enough to, to want to do a PhD or whatever. So. Uh, I kind of switched direction and I thought, yeah, marketing, that's pretty central. I'm gonna, gonna jump into that. So I went and did an MBA for a year. It was a real concentrated course and uh, came away. I worked for BP Oil for, for a couple of years. Uh, I then worked for H.J. Hines, it's all in, in London. Um, I, I then worked for a big sort of food re, uh, manufacturer called Bernard Matthews. And I gradually kind of downscaled working for other agencies. I'd worked with London-based agencies and. And then just over 20 years ago, I thought I can do this better myself. I came from a family of, of self-employed. And so I set up my own agency uh, just over 20 years ago now. And, and obviously that's, that's gone online. And uh, we now help and work with smaller organizations. I kind of realized that, you know, all the MBA type stuff is great. And, and spending millions on Heinz tomato ketchup is great. But for the big majority of us, that kind of marketing is just not relevant. You know, you can't apply it to a smaller business, some of the principles. But when it comes to the nitty gritty, I don't want awareness. I actually want sales leads. I need to, right. I need to convert them. So that's really how we, we practice what we preach and, and we help other sort of smaller, medium sized businesses do the same. So uh, basically what you're saying is that as you, you know, when you're working for the big consumer products businesses, you just want to kind of have the name everywhere. So that when people think ketchup, they think Heinz. But when you get down to the smaller businesses, there's got to be a much stronger correlation between the investment and the, the phone ringing or the sales Absolutely. leads coming in, right? Yeah, you, you kind of hear some people sometimes say, well, we just want to get our name out there so that when they need our accounting services or when they need to buy a new trailer or whatever it is, that they'll remember us. No, they won't because we're, we're all bombarded every day with so much unless you've got the budgets of Coca-Cola or whatever, Ford or whatever, it's just not going to happen. You're kidding yourself. So don't worry about awareness, give good value out there, help people. And, and you kind of, your brand evolves through other people using it and talking about it. 
So when you started 20 years ago on your own, the, you, you must then have, well, you did, you lived through this evolution where in the beginning you were probably dealing more with traditional medias, maybe, you know, postal advertising and things like this. Tell me a little bit about that, that evolution. When, when did the online stuff go from being a neat new thing to being an actual necessary backbone to any program? Yeah, I, it's a good, interesting question, because I think what, what's been the constant, regardless of whether it was offline, sort of, you know, early 80s and, and moving online, is is the marketing hasn't really changed. Luckily, I, I got into direct response marketing for exactly the reasons we just described. I don't want awareness, I want leads. And um, so the way people think and the way they respond or don't respond is exactly the same whether it's online or offline so where we were doing big volume direct mail campaigns some telemarketing that sort of stuff working with clients doing the same when the advent of the internet came and we could start to see the tools becoming available to be able to build a website quickly and easy to build landing pages more cheaply and so on it was really applying the same marketing but now we've got this wonderful platform that's easily easy to take account of people's actions and quantify returns far easier than it's ever been. And as things have evolved more recently with social media over the last probably eight, nine years, you know, it used to be advising clients on, well, use this mail, mail list broker and look out for this and, and returns and gone away. And then maybe you could get some email data and hopefully half of it doesn't bounce. Well, that those days have gone because now we've got the platforms with Google and with Pinterest and with Facebook and with LinkedIn and Twitter and so on. And they've created the most fantastic online database, if you like, and, and advertising opportunity where you can really target in. So it's been an absolute revolution. It started with Google ads, really Google AdWords. And then, you know, Facebook came into the marketplace and overtook them, I think. And uh, LinkedIn now is owned by Microsoft and they're catching up. So it's a, it's a great time to be a marketer. Um, so uh, what, what, what was interesting about what you just said there is you were talking about how at, at one time you had to kind of manage the relationships and the lists and all this kind of stuff. Now you're talking about taking advantage of what the platform offers, but is it not still an important goal for most business owners to try to get, find the people on the platforms, but then take them over into the, the little space that you control, sort of your own email list and things like this? Yeah, very much so. Yeah. So, so at some point the goal is going to be to, to capture their details, to begin that kind of one-on-one -on -one dialogue, but you've got to get the balance right. You know, it's kind of, I always tell, talked about, you know, give before you get, so give good value, you know, deliver great value before any kind of obligation. Um, before asking for a name and an email address. So some campaigns are, you know, you can get people to view little videos for one or two pence each by the thousands and they get to know you and then you might then say, okay, let's now run some ads to those same people. Don't know who they are yet, but we know we can put ads into their news feed and this time we might well ask them for a, a name and a company name, for example. So you, you do that gradually, but yes, the goal at the end of the day is to, is to, you know, earn the right for them to say, yeah, I'm glad to give you my name, my email, my company name, because I can see what's in it for me. I can see that that resource you're offering is going to be very, very useful. So a lot of the stuff that, that I've seen online, um, you know, where people are talking about getting better use out of Facebook or Google AdWords, you know, these types of platforms and, and, and tools, I guess, um, 
you know, their, their services, they want you to sign up with them so that they can manage this stuff for you. And what I thought interesting about the presentation that you had put online that, that I was able to check out is you actually showed in your presentation how you work these systems and how, I guess it's uh, how you constantly reiterate, you know, like you learn from each set and then you redo it again and you keep refining, refining, refining until you get it to work. But, and, and teaching people how to do this is, is a big part of what you do, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's kind of uh, understanding that, that um, I mean, the, 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 big, the big social players, the online platforms, the Google ads, the Facebook, they want your money. And, and yes, they, they are really good at um, providing resources to, to learn how to use their tools. Um, but they do actually genuinely want you to get results so you carry on marketing. But there are companies out there that will say, no, we'll look after your Facebook, we'll look after your LinkedIn, whatever. And they're looking after themselves. And, and uh, you're absolutely right. It's not difficult for, for you to start campaigns. I mean, in the UK, we'd have you know, a company starting their online campaigns from literally £10 a day, you know, $10, $15 a day. You can start to get data you can see results very, very quickly, whereas conventionally you'd have to wait until the end of a mailing campaign and do all that. You can now see it on an hourly basis. So it is working with clients, showing them that we're trying to help them hedge their bets so they don't make you know, beginners' mistakes, that they understand, you know, it's not anybody can run ads online, but not anybody can get results from those. So it's understanding what's your proposition, what wording are you going to use, what's the offer, the call to action, all those different elements will make the difference between profit and loss at the end of the day. So our, our goal really is to help people understand it's not rocket science, but there is a sequence you ideally ought to follow. And there's definitely some questions you've got to ask yourself and be very clear about your strategy, why you, before you then create your advertising and, and, and invest your time and money. So you've got to be careful, but it's a, yeah, it's there to be done. So, you know, b- before I clicked record, we talked a little bit about, about the clients that you serve. And we were basically saying that a, a lot of the businesses that you're working with have fewer than 10 employees. They do less than about a million dollars a year. You had said about half a million pounds is kind of the, at the average. So, and, and th- this is really interesting to me because a lot of the people who are listening to this, they're, they're either owners of small, what I call main street businesses, or they're looking at buying a, a main street business. And it's, it's, it's very much in this very same category. Um, what do you see when you're talking with your clientele as a mix between sort of traditional sort of marketing and advertising spending that they might be doing, telephone directories, newspaper, radio, that kind of thing, versus their, their spending with online? Um, I mean, do you mean in terms of the, the relative balance between the two or yeah, like are, are people yeah. spending half their money online now or is it still, is it smaller? Is it greater? I, I just want to know what you're seeing. Yeah, I think that it's, it's, I would suspect actually it's going more and more online and I would suspect it's probably more, you know, two to one, two thirds online, because when you think about it, you know, in the UK, certainly yellow pages no longer exists. Um, if you are conventionally, we'd work with a lot of business to business clients where the limited outlets would be through trade press advertising and they'd be investing one, two, three thousand pounds in a, in a color ad and crossing fingers and toes and hoping to goodness it works. And that no, you no longer have to do that. Yes, those publishers have moved online. They host, you know, uh, exhibitions and, and in industry kind of conferences, which is, can still be very important. But 
we know now this is a digital world and whether you're mm. selling you know i've got clients that i help that are into fairly heavy engineering selling bits of kit that go into food processing at half a million pounds and i've also got uh, chiropractors and natural health practitioners that, that are you know helping people at, at, you know with their health issues at either end of the spectrum they are targeting people online you know it's, there's so many different routes online that it's it's not perfect but it is so much easier and quicker and it's a lot better than it ever was to you know invest your budget online carefully in the right way and measure the results much more accurately much more quickly so inevitably yeah there's there's still a role for offline marketing we encourage people uk-based guys where they've got an online dialogue to go offline once somebody's qualified themselves they've mm. joined your list they might have downloaded a case study been on a webinar or whatever then absolutely invest in some offline postcards for example so there are online you know portals you can use upload your database and, and you can send a four color a5 a postcard for less than the class as uh, cost of a second class stamp for you know about a, less than a dollar so when they're qualified enough then absolutely invest some of that offline budget because you will get you know emails you're doing well if you get a 20 percent open rate you know you can get 30 40 percent if you really know your, your your fans but offline you're going to get your 85 95 percent equivalent open rate so there are there are still roles for, for both of them definitely so it, would you then agree then if somebody was looking at purchasing a business and they learned that that business wasn't doing any kind of online marketing, that would definitely represent an opportunity? Uh, absolutely. I honestly, I couldn't think of an organization, whether it's a charity, whether it's a you know, profit-based business, 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 consumer, I cannot see there would ever be a situation where you could not benefit by putting at least some of your budget and marketing on online because that's where we all go, whether we're, we're looking for fun things, for suppliers, for the, you know, I need a plumber to fix my sink or I need a, a new car. Online is where we all go. So yeah, we'd be crazy not to be there. And yeah, big opportunity. So when, when, you, when you work with one of these organizations, with one of your clients, and, and so we're imagining a small business and you know, primarily people are, are busy with their days of serving the needs of customers and things like that. Um, how are you working with them? Are you doing everything for people or what, what does it look like your relationship with your customers? Yeah. Our, our relationship with them is not really a done for you. It's, it's done with you. So mm -hmm. we've kind of evolved as a business and for me to help more people, I, I it's, it's, you know, it's a matter of how do I give them best value? So it's like the bit of a cliche, but it's teaching them how to fish. So it's understanding what they need to think about from a strategy to a plan of activity, to making themselves accountable and actually implementing it, but making sure that's not just an academic exercise. So I work with them. We'll have like a weekly group calls with other, other people on, you know, on a similar journey, but daily email, one-on-one -on -one daily email. So they're never gonna be short of uh, somebody to answer their question. I give them all my mobile number. So yeah. if when I work with clients, I don't have a big team. Yes, I have support staff and, and things like that. But if they work with me, if they are stuck, they can actually call me on the mobile. And if I'm not available, I'll always get back to them. So it's a matter of not, not just being a mentor, but getting into their business. And as you go through a sequence that, that maps out what they need to do to get the best results, get the foundations right. And then we get the confidence to move forward. Okay, how are we going to target these people? 
what platforms do we use online, predominantly maybe offline, then you're investing your money, then I'm going to make sure that I'm picking up along the way any opportunity for them to get more response. How do you scale it without, you know, without blowing your budget? Some of the platforms online, they, they do have their quirks, so you need to scale in a, in a consistent way. But yeah, it is about implementation support. So uh, that, that's how we, we get the best results with our clients. And, you know, I, I like that model and, and I'm seeing it more and more. And in fact, it's exi- the exact model that I use with my business buyer group, um, sort of leading them through the process. And, you know, this is how we do this. This is how we do this. And people come back and they talk about what they're doing and their challenges and issues. And we, people learn from me, but they're also learning from each other too. And, and I, I like it because it's an empowerment model. Um, you know, and, and in your space, there are people out there who are trying to sign up business owners to pay them X amount per month in order to do it all for them without really showing the business what it is that they're doing. I mean, they might show them results and statistics, but they're not teaching the business's team how they can do it on their own. So people can go through your program at the end of the program. Um, they're actually doing it on their own and they've learned what they need to know to, to do it for themselves. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and uh, a lot of it is confidence. You know, It's kind of, um, there's so many things I could do in my marketing. What do I do first? And when we're not sure, we, we do nothing. We procrastinate because we'd rather not make a mistake uh, or waste time and money. I'll get around to it later and you get yourself busy doing other things you're more comfortable with. So it's about giving them confidence, recognizing that actually it's not that difficult. You've got to be organized and disciplined. But like, for example, when it comes to copywriting, you know, you, some people will say, well, yeah, I'm a bit of a natural with words and my heart sinks because they're going to be the worst, you know, it's, it's the, but you can learn to write good copy very, very quickly with the right kind of approach and, and dynamic. You can do that. So the whole idea is that at the end of the programs where we work with people, we give them a full year's worth of support for sure, because there's, there's always going to be, you know, scaling the campaigns that are profitable and, and learning as we go. But you know, at that point, they can carry on by themselves. A lot of them do. A lot of them stay with us for a long period of time. But more importantly, if they want to say, yeah, I haven't got time for this now. I want to delegate this or I want to outsource it. Then they're in a far better position to to know what they want, know what they should ask for, know the questions to ask, and also know when the wool has been pulled over their eyes and, uh, you know, they're, they're going to be led astray, which unfortunately does happen. So yeah, it's, it's helping them, you know, not just wise up. They, they, they will, I can guarantee at the end of a year, they'll know a lot more about marketing and direct response results mm-hmm. than 90% of the people trying to sell them the same thing. Yeah. You know, the, 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 there's so much value in that. Um, when, when people don't know what it is that they're trying to buy, Um, they, they basically can fall victim to someone who's good at, you know, good at being persuasive, I guess, you know, the, you know, the old tactical sales methodology, probably that, uh, I hate to disparage car salesmen, but probably that, you know, certain industries are, are, are trained to use that, you know, to, to get someone to make a quick decision. Um, I remember once I had a, a friend who uh, was telling, he, he had a brief career in the photocopy sales business back in the early 90s. And he was telling me that he had these different commission rates for selling different products. And one special commission category was called overage. And I'm like, what's overage? He says, oh, well, that's when we sell things for more than list price. 
<laughs> it's like, how do you do that? Well, if we figure we can get it, we ask for it. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. That, that doesn't seem very good to me. But, no. but that's the kind of thing that can happen. And I've, I've had people tell me stories about, uh, you know, being contacted by telephone from very aggressive firms who say, you know, what are you getting out of your online advertising? We can do it for you. We can manage it for you. And they'll, they'll sign people into contracts. They'll, they'll explain that without a commitment to spend a certain amount of money over a certain amount of time, it's impossible to fine tune and get, and, you know, get the end results. And here you are telling us that if someone wants to invest you know, 10, 15 pounds, so under 50 bucks every day, they can actually create enough data to start being able to steer and direct their campaign to, to be, make it more and more effective. Yeah, absolutely. You, you know, it's, it's uh, do it for yourself. Yes, a little bit more time and effort, but, but it's not difficult. It actually can be quite addictive. When you start to see your campaigns running, you're looking at them every other hour where you've got to sort of leave it for a week or so and then go back. But, you know, you're not investing thousands of dollars or pounds at all. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a, a really good way to, to go. And uh, you're right. I, I kind of like, I win sometimes when you hear of people that have been, promise the world and, and, and just it doesn't deliver. And for ourselves, we would always say, you know, if you want to work with me and, and, and I'll help you in, in applying the right kind of marketing, you know, don't pay me up front and, you know, cross your fingers and hope it's going to work again. I will always work with a client for, for 30 days, totally free of charge. Let them access all our systems, all our models, the online courses, the, the, the daily email support, the week, everything for a full 30 days and if they've got any doubts just put your hand up and that's it you don't pay anything but yeah at that point if you think i'm delivering on my promises and you're getting what you want the relationship the accountability and the actual action then we're great we're in business together and off we go so it's uh yeah it is you've got to be careful and, and you haven't got to take risks that's the point you haven't got to take risks with the right sort of partners yeah good um Richard, if people want to learn more about you or see the, the presentation that I watched, which I thought was really great, um, where would they go online to be able to, uh, to find you and see that? Yeah, the, the best way simply is to go to www.slipstream, S-L-I-P-S-T-R-E-A-M, hyphen, so it's not an underscore, it's a hyphen marketing, M-A-R-K-E-T-I-N-G, dot com, and then just forward slash D. So slipstream-marketing.com forward slash D for David. So uh, yeah, go there. There's a simple registration page. And what we, we like to do is I do, it's like a lead gen demonstration. So it's not a mass webinar. It, there's limited spaces there. It's just like this with videos on. It's much more intimate. 35 minutes kind of, I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you some examples of other clients just like you, bigger, larger, smaller, with different types of industries, mm. actual campaigns, the results they're getting, but also, you know, why it's working. So you can see there's a simple model that we, we help people. It's ridiculously simple, but we've found over the years that, you know, complication just doesn't, does not help. You know, you can overcomplicate things, complicated funnels and things. There's all the people, some people spend their lives building marketing funnels, but no results ever come of it. So keep it simple. And, and that's exactly what we do in this little demonstration. So yeah, go along to slipstream-marketing.com forward slash D for Dave. And uh, yeah, let's have a chat and see what happens.
Well, I, I think it's definitely something worthwhile to check out because if, if you own a business today and you want to sell, then obviously you're going to get the, the, the best price for your business if it's performing the best. And so if there's a, a deficit there in the marketing, that's something that you should address to, to get the business to perform better in order to, to achieve your goals to sell. And, and on the flip side, if you're looking at buying a business, um, I regularly come across businesses that I'm asked to help analyze where there is little to no online presence at all. And people have been in business for 30, 40 years. They're at the, the point in their career where they've paid the banks, they're making a good living. They don't feel they have to change. They don't want to learn anything new. They've decided they want to sell. And when a buyer comes along upon that situation and finds that there's a good profitable business and there's a very easy way thing that we could do to implement to probably create growth, then it's definitely something that, that should be of interest to buyers. And um, anyone who ends up being in the driver's seat of one of these businesses, you're not big enough that you're going to have somebody who's a, a professional marketing person on your staff that's going to run all this for you. It's going to be one of the things that an owner is going to have to have their eye on. And so having an, an understanding and, and knowing what these things are, even if it gets delegated away, just so that you can intelligently talk about what's, what's happening, I, I think is critical. Yeah. There's, there's two sides to it as well. I mean, there's, with the right marketing, you're going to bring inquiries in, you're going to be able to convert inquiries, you're going to grow your business. But actually having the right systems that document that, you want your marketing to become a saleable asset. You can't sell it independently, it's obviously intimately involved in the business. But having a good marketing system mm -hmm. where you can show a potential buyer, look at these open rates, look at these click-through rates, look at these conversion rates, that, that's, that is a gold dust because it's the exception, not the rule, that businesses have that kind of, um, those metrics available. Absolutely. Uh, thank you so much, Richard. And uh, so slipstream-marketing.com forward slash Dave, or D, forward yep. slash D. Forward slash D, that's the All one. Right. <laughs> All right, thanks for joining us today, Richard, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, it's been my pleasure.